O magnum mysterium, O great mystery. Come, Lord Jesus, let your love be loosed in our lives, that hope may be born in us today. Amen. Merry Christmas, everyone. What a beautiful sight to behold you are on this night of beauty and hope for us and for all people as we hear again the message of the angels to go with the shepherds to the manger and see the newborn child. It is such a wonderful story and I'm so deeply glad that you are here and that I am able to share this story with you once more. Welcome. Sharing the story has been all the rage these past few days here at All Saints. For as finely attired and well-behaved as the folks in church this Christmas Eve might look, among you, perhaps even sitting along your pew, are some under-the-radar evangelists who have already been sharing the story of Jesus' birth with an unsuspecting Atlanta public. You might have seen them. If you were driving by or waiting to cross the road or peering out from your office window on West Peachtree and North Avenue this past Wednesday evening, as a rogue element here at All Saints took it upon themselves to leave the church building, walk across the street to the martyr station and start singing in public. I want you to know at this point that true to the traditions of the Episcopal Church, I tried my best to stop them, <laughs> but there really was no hope. We're going caroling, Reverend Mannering, whether you like it or not, one of them called out to me over their shoulder, stopping traffic as they went. But it's so unepiscopalian, I shouted after them. What will the neighbors think? <laughs> it was too late. By this point, there were at least a hundred or so of them standing at the station entrance, caroling booklets in hand, waving and smiling at passers-by. Joy to the world on the way to a ride on public transit in Atlanta. It's such a contradiction in terms, it's almost too absurd to say out loud, let alone sing. But there we were, singing and smiling making glad the hearts of passers-by, several of whom have since uploaded our Baptist relapse onto YouTube. <laughs> and a few others, I imagine, have reported us to the martyr police. <laughs> In truth, though, it was a beautiful thing to behold. Love set loose with just a few Christmas carols on the side of the road. Isn't that exactly what we also are here for tonight? For love to be set loose in us. For the unwieldy scene of shepherds and angels of Mary and Joseph, <clears throat> their babe in the manger and all manner of farmyard animals to stir something up on the inside of who we are. 
For this is a story that has that kind of power, a wild and wonderful love story for humanity that we proclaim in places like these, not because it sounds probable or in parts even believable, but because somehow its truth gets hold of us, gets under the surface of things and speaks to us of a deeper truth. So know this, dear friends, whoever you are, wherever you are on your journey, trust that this is your story too. That in this Christ child, a love has been set loose to reach your life, to know your deeper self, to bring you into that greater light that the prophet Isaiah foretold in ancient times. For we tell the story not only to recall it for one another, but to enter into it, somehow to make it our own. Yet how often it is the case that this never happens because we cut ourselves out of the story before we've even had the chance to begin. I cannot remember the number of times that someone has told me during my years as a priest that they are not good enough to be a Christian. As if following Jesus were about making all the right choices and saying all the right things. It reminds me of one of my favorite Christmas pageant stories. Three boys have been practicing all week for their big part as the wise men. The other kids in the pageant had been a little bit jealous because they knew that as a wise man, you get to dress up in the finest of costumes and carry really fancy looking props, gold, myrrh and frankincense. Needless to say, the three boys were pretty puffed up the night of the performance. The first child, dressed in fine robes and dragging a stuffed camel behind him, arrives on the scene and declares with confidence, I bring you gold. The second wise traveler enters carefully bearing his gift and proclaims, I give you myrrh. And then the last child strides onto the stage, glorying in his moment in the spotlight and declares in a loud voice, Frank sent this. (laughs) Truth is, You and I fluff our lines all the time. If being a follower of Jesus is about getting it right all the time, then heaven is going to be a pretty deserted place. Yet still, for some, there can be something about church and this story of God's abundant welcome of us in Christ Jesus that they just cannot accept. Not because they don't believe in its truth, but they because they are convinced that their failures are too great. It might be that you feel that way yourself. And perhaps you have come here tonight with things on your heart that you would rather not carry anymore. The harsh words you had never meant to say. The broken relationships no number of Christmases can seem to put right. The failure to love and be lovable. 
if that's you, then I want you to know something. You're in good company. Don't let the decor and the heavenly music fool you. We saints are a real mess. We are as broken and hurting, as longing for healing and as striving for hope as anybody else is. After all, there's a reason why Episcopalians say a confession each Sunday. We need it. Yet we need the good news of Christmas even more. The welcome this church extends to you, especially if this is the first time you are here or this is one of the few times you will ever come here or to any church, is to a life where you are loved exactly as you are right now. God's coming into the world is a story that is really that simple. God chooses you. And he loves you not because you have earned his love, but because he wants to love you. That's the story we are meant to share at Christmas, that we are loved with an irrevocable love, a love that is willing to be born into this world and to die at the hands of this world for you. And so, dear brothers and sisters, as you go out into the night of this eve of Jesus' birth, I pray that you will carry something of this story with you. That a little of its truth about you will have made its way from that deep place where God alone knows your inner being and calls you as his own. And into the ways by which your life might tell the story of God's love. You have been loved from the beginning of everything. Trust in that love. It is all the light that you need to make your way to the manger. Enter the scene. The Lord of life is waiting to welcome you home.